0: Hello, and welcome to today's edition of the fight against COVID-19, what's really going on. The CGTN radio podcast that brings you everything you need to know about the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Shane Begum. In this edition, we'll look at how manufacturing powerhouses in China are beefing up efforts to boost the economy. China's most populous province is going all out to lift its economy. Guangdong province has set a GDP target of 5% growth for this year. Its GDP growth came in at less than 2% in 2022. Guangdong's economic growth is ranked first among all provinces in China over the past three decades. Officials addressed the importance of investment in high-quality development and pledged an 8% increase for fixed asset investment. The province will ramp up efforts to push forward key projects and build new high-speed rail airports, and nuclear power plants. Dongguan is well known for its clothing industry. The city in Guangdong Province is home to tens of thousands of small clothing factories. Cao Chufeng is in Dongguan to discuss the outlook for 2023 with a local clothing factory owner.
1: Many factory workers in the garment industry of Dongguan have just returned to work after the Chinese New Year holiday. To show hope for a prosperous new year, It's a tradition in Guangdong province for the boss to hand out kickstart red envelopes filled with money to employees.
0: The order number at the beginning of this year is better than that of last year. In the same period last year, there weren't many orders.
1: I first met Brother Plesh last May. At the height of the pandemic, his business, which mainly focused on foreign exports, struggled a lot. But right now, he's found the new strategy of attracting foreign customers by opening new trading channels online.
0: We used to focus purely on offline orders. But during the pandemic, we got in touch with many customers doing cross-border e-commerce businesses. Through them, I realized that we still need to do more online orders, and we found that online orders are more profitable.
1: With coronavirus restrictions eased in China, Brother Plush is also hoping to meet more customers this year by going
0: overseas. That was Chu Chufeng reporting. High-end manufacturing services are flourishing in Shanghai. Industrial Internet services in the city are linked to more than 1.2 million firms across the world. The Chinese economic hub has undergone unprecedented digital transformation, which offers more opportunities for tech-savvy talents. The city is now home to over a million developers. Zhang Shishman explores their roles in global supply chains and the new demand for qualified talent in the field.
2: From manufacturing to equipment maintenance and services, integrating big data with analytical tools and wireless networks with the equipment they run is crucial. Together, they all form the industrial internet. Behind the applications are the engineers who develop and manage the systems, including Yi Chao, who got his master's degree from Shanghai Jiao Tong University in
1: 2021.
2: I majored in mechanical automation in my undergraduate years, so I had a strong industrial background. And in my graduate years, I studied the Internet, so I was fortunate enough to be able to join the industry. For the past year, I have worked on more than 10 projects, covering pre-sales, delivery, on-site installation, acceptance checks and maintenance. With extensive business in energy installations, industrial automation and systems, the Shanghai Electric Group began showing an interest in industrial Internet applications as early as 2007. Demand grew so quickly that it set up a new company in 2018 specifically to handle digital services. The digital service provider now has more than 230 employees, almost five times more than when it was first established. Its industrial internet technologies now serve more than 600 companies and more than 1,500 projects, some of them in addition to those of its parent company. Shanghai now has almost 30 industrial internet platforms with national influence in sectors like high-end manufacturing and textiles. The city's Commission of Economy and Informatization is focusing on raising company awareness of digital transformation issues, and professionals are a key to that. The city commission says almost 20 percent of companies in Shanghai have taken advantage of industrial internet services. And that as a result, more than 2,500 large industrial companies in the city have lowered their costs by more than 8 percent and raised their efficiency by almost 11 percent.
0: That was Zhang Shishuan reporting. Private enterprises are playing an increasingly important role in China's economy, with technology and innovation being the main drivers for their development. Ho Jing takes a look at how some little giant enterprises are becoming bigger and stronger. She spoke with Kevin Xu, partner at Neolix Autonomous Vehicles.
3: Hi-Tech Enterprise Neolix is one of the little giant companies in the autonomous delivery vehicle sector. Its smart factory is the first in the world that can produce 10,000 level 4 unmanned vehicles every year. The company actually developed even faster during the pandemic and successfully delivered over 1.2 million packages and more than 308 tons of groceries.
1: We have the biggest market in China, so that's how we uh, develop our technology in China market so we can uh, improve our algorithm improve our uh, software capability and the second one is we have the largest supply chain for the car manufacturing you know tesla is manufacturing in china we already deliver our vehicles uh, to uh, 12 uh, foreign countries uh, such as german germany uh, japan uh, australia singapore china has over 4 million packages delivered per day now and that's a large uh, market to let our our developers to do more work and to do more mature products.
3: Newlix is just an epitome of the 85 little giant companies in Beijing economic technological development area, which is a piece of fertile land for the growth of these innovative companies. In 2022, the number of specialized companies in the Beijing economic technological development area rose by 288, taking the total in the area to 562. Besides, the area had 85 little giant companies, with 47 of them coming up in 2022. BOE and JD.com are also based in the Beijing Economic Technological Development area, creating a rob-on effect for the little giants in the form of business cooperation within the supply and industrial chain or talent exchanges.
0: That was Ho Jing reporting. The National Healthcare Authority says China's included all approved domestic drugs for COVID 19 treatment in its medical insurance scheme. Among these drugs, two tablets were temporarily included in the medical insurance catalog. The two tablets were submitted by pharmaceutical companies SimSeer and a subsidiary of Shanghai Junxi Biosciences. They gained a conditional approval from the National Medical Products Administration in late January. The National Healthcare Security Administration says money spent on these two tablets can be reimbursed by the medical insurance fund before the end of March. With that, we end this episode of the fight against COVID-19, What's Really Going On? Subscribe to our podcast for another episode filled with facts, stories, and opinions concerning the global battle against the novel coronavirus. For more detailed stories about the pandemic, visit radio.cgtn.com or listen to our current affairs program, The Beijing Hour, online. Drop us a line on our podcast so we can provide you with even more content that interests you. I'm Shane Bigham. Thanks for listening.